Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Welcome everybody to First Fleet 10-4. We have a very special day today. I'm Elizabeth Wyndham and I'm joined by Rebecca Wilson. We have a very exciting show. We have our customer service and payroll departments here to talk to us about everything. Everything about how we get paid, how the billing works with First Fleet. We're gonna help you guys know exactly how to make the most money possible. <laughs> the ladies joining us today, we've got Barbara Oliver and Jackie Ward, both in payroll and Jill Spate with customer service. We were adding up. It looks like we've got about 46 years of experience just with those three ladies alone in our office in Murfreesboro. So we're excited to have them on the call. We'll introduce them in a few minutes, a little more detail from their departments. On the wellness front, Eliz, looks like we've got another challenge coming up. Yes, I saw that. I got invited to several different groups, so I'm really excited trying to pick my team members. Yeah, after the last weekend where we were stepping and stepping and stepping. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Sunday to be a, a relaxed day, and every time I would think to sit down, I would see the other numbers jump up, so I'd get up and start walking. So this next uh, challenge, which you earn points, is called the Great Wall of China. And so by the time this airs, we'll already be in that, and um, it should be a way to get people moving. It's groups of five. So oh, I was wondering you join how the a team. Work. Yeah, you join a team, and it's groups of five. And so then uh, we've got some pretty heavy competition out there, so I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I'm trying to make sure I pick a good team. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's been fun, and I think we're seeing uh, a lot of people join in on with Virgin Pulse. I've really enjoyed the competition part, actually. That's my favorite part. Yeah, I think so, too. So we've got drivers in, office staff, and, and maintenance, so it's been fun. Oh, yeah, there's the, one of those maintenance guys that is killing everybody else on the step count. Yeah, he's not sitting down during his job. <laughs> no, he's not. Well, so let's get started. One of the most popular topics we have at First Fleet is how to get paid properly, how the drivers control actually how they do get paid. So, Barbara, I was looking at your hire date, May 15th, 2000. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you have a daughter. I do. Well, I started here, uh, well, I've been with the company nearly 21 years in May. When I started, I uh, my daughter was 18 months old, <laughs> and she is now 22, and I'm getting ready to be a grandmother. Wow. So I have been with the company 20 years. Started out when there was 800 drivers, and now we're up to 3,000. 3,000 drivers. It's been a lot of growth in 20 years Um and it's been great. And I've loved servicing the drivers and helping them um, for 20 years, getting their payroll correct. That's right. You do a great job. And uh, Jackie Ward joined your team um, in 2014. She's been here six years. And we hope she is with us at that 20-year mark as well. It takes the team. When Barbara started, you may have been doing payroll alone or with some temporary help. Yeah, well, when Jackie replaced uh, someone, but it was just Jackie and I yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, because but then we just were booming and we had to add somebody else. So. Yeah, so our, t our payroll team is growing and we're glad to have you, Jackie. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and tell us a little bit about your family. I know you have some children. I do. I'm married and I have three children, ages 20, 13, and 
Almost two. <laughs> Hello, two-year-old. <laughs> Almost two. So your life is busy outside of work. It is, yeah. <laughs> the whole idea of sitting down is just a foreign topic. It's yeah. not going to happen. You're going to get lots of steps on that Virgin Pulse step out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So in payroll, sometimes the drivers might think that that's all handled back here in Murfreesboro and we control all the pay. But today the podcast is about what the driver can do to ensure their paycheck is right every week, how to use the app. And we might want to start off with the First Fleet app. Make sure if you have not downloaded the First Fleet app, please do, because there's a wealth of knowledge there for the driver um, all along your workday and after that as well. So let's talk a little bit about the First Fleet app. Yeah, love it. This is what I've made the most training videos on. Go to the App Store and just search uh, either Google App Store or the Apple App Store and search First Fleet. It'll come up. It's First Fleet Mobile. You'll see our little swoopy logo and download it. You will enter your employee ID and then your password that you use to log into the portal. And once you get in there, you will see everything that you need to do your job. But today we're gonna to talk about checking out your pay. And when you open up your pay info, that shows you everything you need as a driver. We can break it down, but I'm stealing their thunder. So <laughs> why don't you ladies tell us what a driver will see when they look at their pay in the app. Okay, so when you initially look at your pay in the app, takes you to a screen, you know, the, the home screen that just gives your gross. Um, but you can you can drill into that and you look at your um, most details, recent yeah. paycheck. And what I love about the this app with the for driver's pay is that there's trip details on there. At the top of the page uh, on the right, you'll see trip details. That shows your trips with the First Fleet order number on there. It shows where you went. Where and you get to this after you open up a specific check, right? Yeah, after you open up a specific check. So if you're looking at today's check, 3-5, mm -hmm. then you, you go in that check. And then once you get in that check, you can, you can go to uh, the trip details at the top. I love that feature because it, it shows everything you did that added up to your gross pay. So it shows your miles, your stops, your, your everything per trip with, with the dates. Yeah, I've actually pulled up a driver's pay right now that we have as a test unit. And it's showing every single date, reference number, pay for that date. And then you can drill in even more and tap on the gray bar for a specific order and then open up and see every pay item. Right. This guy got a fuel bonus, hourly pay, his trip rate and miles and mileage pay. So, so it's, it's, it's great information right at your fingertips. It also gives them a starting point for if they've got a question, then they're able to realize, well, the miles are not what I kind of put on my scratch pad or I had two stops. So it gives them a starting point to drill in. To dig a little deeper. And they can be more specific with the, well, it was this order number, this run on a certain date, because it has that much information. And on that same app, right in red, it says report a discrepancy. They can actually just tap that and, and type out a message that will come to payroll. And it also goes to their home terminal managers to look at that. And start digging in. That start local. digging in to, to fix the problem, because... Our goal is to make sure that every driver is paid correctly 
every week. So, and we start with that process really early. Want to get in there too. We we get that payroll posted on Wednesday afternoons. That gives them two days to look at their pay and just, you know, to see if there are any pay problems or anything, because we can actually get second checks processed and things like that to uh, to make up any, you know, pay differences that they had on their paychecks or pay problems. So we get that out there on Wednesdays and they can start looking at it as soon as possible. I know everybody's been, drivers are tempted to make a phone call to payroll to see, you know, how how we can do something here to make the change. However, locally at their terminal level is the best place to start with any discrepancies. Correct. Um, And then we'll work together. So in that email, when you hit that ask button or the question button, it goes straight to the terminal manager and it hits payroll. Correct. So they'll work together to get you paid adjusted or talk about what it might be. Right. So that app has been a huge change for us. It has. And as much as we love to hear from the drivers, and we do, some of them are really, really uh, Good relationships over the years. <laughs> and uh, just a pleasure to talk to, but we are here to serve. But we um, find it uh, more beneficial and less time consuming for everybody if the they direct their questions to the terminal level first because they have more documentation on the actual trips right. than we do here at the corporate office. So we encourage them to start there and then we can work from that point. Let's talk also on the app as far as uh, what other things that they may do there. Your your current address contact information is important for us to have. That can be changed right from the app. Yes, you can go into the navigation pane, scroll down to profile, and then from there you can update your address, your phone number, your email address, pretty much any of your personal information, and that will automatically update in our system for you. And that's a major change with the app. That used to be something that was faxed in from the manager, processed manually here in Murfreesboro, and, and we really didn't have good information. So this is click of a button. It is, and it, it just it used to go through too many hands yeah. and just took too long to make happen. I know there's a lot of people out there that still are not using the app or may not have a smartphone, but I would encourage you even to go to your manager or local staff, and they can help you quickly make that change as well. Um, whether it's from a desktop or from your user profile um, as you log into the portal. Well, and the other greatest thing would be the direct deposits. And you can update your direct deposit straight through there. And so you don't have to um, you go through so many hands again. You'll just, uh, when looking at your view payroll, there will be a red box for you to manage your direct deposits. And then you just fill out your information from there. Um, if you're completely changing an account, just delete what pops up because what pops up is going to be what you currently have set up in the system. And you would just delete that and re-enter the correct information. Or so you generate change form? Yes. Is that the one we put? Mm-hmm. Okay. You just, it'll, I think there's probably maybe three taps you have to go through to get mm-hmm. to it, but it's going to pull up whatever you currently have set up in the system. Gotcha. And then from there, you can either add to it or delete what's there and put the new information. Um, if you do have multiple accounts, you will have to choose whether you want a percentage going into each account or a specific dollar figure. Yeah, that's what I just did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys do this, but um, I had I had to make a new account and I was like, okay, this is just for savings and this is the stuff that I actually get to spend and oh, just yeah. to help me keep a budget. Oh yeah, we're set up on the whole thing where you know we have one account that is for spending and the other account is for every piece of bills. <laughs> 
Smart. So, like the spending account is the only debit card we carry with us. And, you know, if it goes and that's empty. good to keep your finances in order. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And I have uh, figured out, um, well, realized that some drivers don't realize they can have more than one account. Yeah. Uh, we And so just so you know, they can have up to three different accounts on their direct deposit set up. If I'm a new driver... I'm terrible with money. What do you recommend I do for accounts just to keep, you know, help myself save and, you know, be good with money? It's hard to, like, financially advise them by any means. But, I mean, for my personal experience, having a bill account and a spending account has always been the best option. And I was a single mom for 11 years and money's tight and you've got to be able to manage it. And that was the only way my life was manageable because I knew what was in the spending account. And when it was gone, it was rice and potatoes. Well, and that's that's good to know that we've got those different accounts that you can, you know, direct deposit your money into. And that might be one step to kind of get you going down a good path. That's a that's a neat feature. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. I appreciate you sharing that. So on the app, there's so many. This might be a good time to mention in our show notes, if you've got any questions about the app, Eliz, kind of remind us how that works. I will. Um, If you ever have any questions inside of the app, there is always a question mark icon in the upper right corner. It's a little circle, white circle with a question mark icon. Tap on that and it will immediately open a help site article that I have made for you. And you can read it. There should be written instructions. There's probably a video instruction. It's really awesome, especially in the pay section. I have several different breakdowns taking you through exactly how your pay looks, how to set up a direct deposit. So that's nice for that new driver that's coming on board. And there's so much information that they learn during their first few days as being a First Fleet employee. It's nice to have those videos now to to be available. Is that on their First Fleet portal as well to access those videos? I'm not really sure about that. I know the app. There are a few in certain sections, but... I will check that for you. Yeah, just some people are not mobile quite yet, but, right. you know, I think it's good that we've got these, we've got you on staff now. You're <laughs> helping us out. <laughs> Glad to do it. I'm always here. So we could talk about the app forever because I tell you what, it is a nice feature for First Fleet employees. I think as far as payroll goes, there was a couple more um, W-4 form updates was something we wanted to talk about uh, that was so important for payroll. Yes. Can you first define a W-4? <laughs> That's a good question, Elise, because it oftentimes it's confused with a W-2, right. which is uh, the document that you get at the end of the year that shows your what you've uh, that you take to your tax preparer. The W-4 is what we use to withhold taxes from your weekly paycheck. So that sets the the standard for what we use every week for that. Um, That document can be changed as often as you like. A lot of people don't change it often because, you know, who wants to mess with their taxes all the time? But it is a federal document, so it's a document that has to be signed. So that's why we don't have that available right now online. That can You can always contact us to send you a W-4 form, or they have those at the terminal level, so you can get those from your man, terminal manager or, or office staff at your local terminal to give you a W-4. We cannot advise you, though, in payroll on how to complete your W-4. But what I will recommend is that they ask their tax professional that handles their taxes on what's the best way to fill out that W-4 to accomplish what they want 
whether they want to get back a tax refund at the end of the year or they just want to break even. They, the tax preparer will know how to fill that out based on their income and their filing status, if they're married or single or you know, head of household, what they would need to do to fill out their uh, W-4 to accomplish what they want to accomplish. So, But that W-4 is very important, and it is uh, something that you can change on a regular. And as you might know right now, at the first of the year in tax time, we're getting a lot of requests for I need to, to change my W-4. So would that come to the payroll department? Is that how, if I'm a driver and I'm making a change or anybody, any employee? Yes, those come to, uh, once those are completed, those need to be sent to the to the payroll department and we update that. And as soon as we get it, it can be effective with your very next paycheck. Okay, good. And they can just turn it into their terminal and the terminal submits it to us. It's more of a manual process still. Still manual, unfortunately. Right. Um, we know we maybe, you know, we're getting into DocuSign and things like that, but I don't think we're there yet with this on the uh, actual app but hopefully in the future. Yeah, and with the way that the new form is set up, it's very confusing for a lot of people. And the advice we've been giving is if you do make a change, watch your check for the next week or two or three. To make sure. And if it's, you're not getting the results you want, then you know update it in some way to you know accomplish that goal. And every time you change something that important, you want to keep an eye on it for a few weeks just to make sure you're making the elections that you want. And they can see those details in the First Fleet app from their check when they're looking at their trip. Is that oh, on yeah. there? They can see okay. their tax withholding, yeah. their federal tax withholding. That's a good yes. little second check for that. Mm -hmm. So that's on the main page of our pay info. Yes. Is the all the tax withholding and all that kind of stuff. Right. Vacation to me is something that is confusing a little bit for drivers. And I know when they, from the, as a driver from the First Fleet app, is that where they can see vacation earnings? And you want to talk a little bit about vacation requests? And yeah, in the app, you can pull up your vacation info. It'll have a listing of all the vacations, the time that you've taken, whether it be vacation or PTO, and your remaining balance. And this is kind of an list thing, I believe. It does show the driver's pay rate in there too, doesn't it? It does, yes. So, because um, vacation pay rate balance, it, or the pay rate itself, is a bit difficult for a lot of drivers to understand because it's taking... Tell us how that's calculated. So it's calculated by the 52-week period from accrual date to accrual date minus any bonuses. Can you define accrual date? The accrual date, so it's your hire date. Oh, okay. Um, unless you've been on some type of leave of absence or something that would cause your accrual date to be moved out. So if you're out of work for two weeks... For 14 days, then we are instructed to move that out for 14 days. So it could gotcha. be different than your hire date depending on your circumstances. But at that time when you would accrue more time, say it's February 3rd, well, so from February 3rd, 2000 to February 23rd, 2021, you'll take that gross amount of pay minus any bonuses, and then you can just dwindle it down into an eight-hour day, and that's what your rate will be. Very cool. Okay, thanks. Um, it is kind of important to know that we do allow cash outs. Um, a lot of drivers may not know that. Um, if you choose to cash out time, instead of taking the time, you'll just submit it to your managers the same way that you would if you were taking the time. And another- Do you have to, is there paperwork you have to file, um, fill out? You know, technically, yes. I believe there is a form that everybody is supposed to fill out, and I'm not sure that every terminal requires it. They might get text messages or emails or a driver call. 
I don't know how every individual terminal handles that. Gotcha. Um, the terminal just compiles all their information and sends it to me. So perfect. And the only other thing about the vacations it, that is a constant question is unused time. So when they get their new year's accrual, driver's time gets automatically paid out. So if they don't use 24 hours, they don't lose it and they don't have to request it. It's just an automatic thing in the system we do the week after their accrual. They automatically get paid. It doesn't like roll over or anything like that. Correct. Some of those things I know for a new driver is hard. So one thing I think is really important for a driver to remember is documentation and how it's important for us to get paid right. And in turn, we're going to be talking to customer service, uh, billing our customers accurately. For documentation, we're talking about reimbursements. We're talking about comm checks, fuel out of network, um, any kind of uh, detention. So Jackie, tell us a little bit about if I um, have a comm check or I need a reimbursement, what's the most important thing for a driver to make sure they do when they turn that in? Okay, so the most important thing is to always get a receipt. Always make sure that your employee ID and the order number is that you're getting this item for is on the receipt itself. So if a receipt comes in and it just has Billy Thompson, we may have 15 Billy Thompsons. Correct. And so it's important for them to use their driver code, which is typically the first few letters of their last name and then goes into their first name. So they all have a driver ID code. Mm -hmm. And then the first fleet order number is something that's important that even if we can't read their writing for their code, that order number will help us to have another yes. piece of information. Yes. And once we pull up that order, we can have all the information we need. Right. Um, they'll still turn all that into their terminal generally, but if they have it and want to be extra careful, they can definitely email it to the payroll department because we're the ones that's going to need it in the end. Okay. But the terminal actually enters those into the system. Okay. And so when we're talking reimbursements. What are some examples? So reimbursements would be like if you had to get um, headlights or... And you paid out of pocket. Yeah. If you've paid out of pocket for something, you'll send the receipts back into the manager or whoever collects your paperwork at the terminal and they'll be able to assign it, you know, put it in on the order that it's associated with and get it here to corporate. Make sure everything is paid properly. Um and build us if necessarily. So let's just talk real quick about billing. We're going to bring in uh, Jill Spate um, in our customer service department. And uh, documentation is so important for making sure that our drivers are paid properly and in turn our customers are invoiced properly. So Jill, tell us a little bit about we're going down that path of comm checks and some of those other things we might charge back to the customer. Tell us a little bit about documentation there. Sure. So when you have a lumper receipt, Jackie was talking about sending it in, taking it in, of course, to your fleet so that they've got that and can send it into us. But also you're able to put that in via the mobile app. That's going to help with billing to make sure we get that billed quickly. So the way billing rolls is we actually bill all of our orders for the last billing week, which is also the same as your pay week for the most part. We bill everything from your pay week the next, the following week. And so if we don't have that Lumper receipt loaded into what's called Carbon Copy, our document imaging system. If we don't have that in there yet, then we can't bill your lumper receipt out just yet. So if you'll put it in your mobile app. So in your load info, everybody who has a mobile app should at least know this much of you, you can see every detail about your load in the mobile app. And there are a bunch of different 
colorful little buttons that you can click on. You can attach a POD, you can attach a photo of a load if you have a spilled load, and then there's a little red button called Attach Other. If you hit Attach Other, you'll get document type options. You can have Lumper, you can do another POD, you can do a scale or toll ticket, and you just tap on one of those options, either take a picture or choose from photos, and then take a picture of your document, and it automatically puts that picture onto that order for your manager. You save it, you send it, and it's there. So another thing that's super important for billing, and you probably realize it, but may not realize how important, is that we get the proof of deliveries, that we get those POD documents in in a timely manner. We do have a lot of customers who require the POD and even a signed POD, or they won't pay us um, for the invoices that we send out to them. So please make sure you hang on to those. But one of the things that would really help us a lot is if drivers were writing the order number on every do every page of that document. So if you even if you have a six-page POD, if you can write the order number at the top of every one of those pages, that is hugely helpful for us and to make sure that we have all the pages together once they come in. There are three ways that you can get that POD into uh, our document imaging system so that we can get that load invoiced. One is through your mobile app. One is via your tablet, your Platform Science tablet. You can click on the trip scan button in there. And the third, of course, will be when you turn it into the office to your terminal, they will scan it into podimages at firstfleetinc.com, and those documents come straight to the customer service department for handling. They can also, those documents will also be read by a, an optical character recognition system to try to find a match for it so that perhaps we won't ever have to touch them again once they get sent in. With any luck. With any luck, we don't touch them again. And we are pretty much at 60% right now. 60% of our documents do not get touched by a human once they're scanned in. Um, but that other 40% lands in a queue for us humans to work. And so when we have the order number, the first fleet order number on every page, if one of your pages gets stuck and doesn't go through OCR, then it helps us to find where that document goes. And if it's the one with the signature, it's super important that we have it. So tell us what OCR means. Optical Character Recognition, or OCR, um, has every document scanned through it. It's looking for any numbers on the page that it can recognize. And then it goes into TMW and looks for any orders in the last five days that have numbers similar to the ones it just found or exactly matching the ones it just found on the document. And so if it finds a match in the last five days, it will just put the document straight to the order without a human touch. And so many things spin off of that. Our customer is able to quickly see that image. That's so that stopped years ago. We would have a phone in bill of lading lookup department that basically a customer would call in and say, hey, can you send me an image of this document? So that process took one to four or five days that we'd go through filing cabinets and look <laughs> up this you know, actual bill of lading. Now, within moments of the driver scanning in from their tablet or their phone, if the OCR document is legible and it can be read properly, our um, back office here in Murfreesboro can see it quickly and anybody viewing that document as well as the customer can have access to that immediately. So that is a huge, uh, our IT department has done such a great job getting us to that point. Absolutely. And let me go back and say just really quickly, if you put the uh, POD on the order through the tablet or the mobile app, and everything is correct about that, then we'll be able to see it immediately. That one's immediate. It's the one, if you wait and, and send it in through your terminal, 
to our email address that goes through OCR. That one can take a few days, but it is immediately available um, once it goes to the OCR. And so the if customer- I'm a driver and I finish up 10 trips for the week, would you like for me to sit in the truck Friday night and, you know, send in all my bill of ladings? Is that too late or? Well, it's never too late. Right. It is, again, very important that we do get a copy of the POD for every load. Um, if we do not and the customer requires it, we will occasionally have to completely write off the revenue for that load. So, What do you mean write off? Uh, that means we will not ever get paid. We will lose the revenue. So the terminal loses that revenue. It goes against the, the terminal and, of course, the company. So that is a it's, – it's kind of rare, but it happens. And, honestly, it happens a lot with inter- those interactive logistics and those backhaul loads. That is the most common um, kind of load that gets written off because maybe we don't feel like that documentation is quite as important as the documentation out of our contract customer. But, in actuality, it's probably more important because our contract customers are going to pay us Pretty much, they're just going to trust that we did it, and they're going to pay us regardless of documentation in a lot of instances, not all, but it is those backhaul ones that we have the most trouble with, honestly. So for the driver from his um, tablet, Platform Science tablet, or from his phone, it's important to get a good quality image. So I've seen some of these documents. I can tell that the bill of lighting is on the driver's leg, that the truck is running, (laughs) it's idling, (laughs) and it's at night. So that's not going to be a good quality. So let's explain how the best place to get the good quality image. Sure, absolutely. So when you if if you're going to get a good uh, scan, we definitely number one we need light. So good light. A dark cab is not going to produce going to produce a very dark document, which we won't be able to read once it uh, translates. Um, and it needs to have a good crop. The crop is super important. It should automatically crop the edges for you, but if the light is not good enough, this is what I've learned through experience, if the light isn't good enough, it can't see the edges of the page. And so sometimes it crops just the middle inch of the document, and that, of course, is doesn't help us. So, so if you have good light, also double-check your crop before you hit the final button that saves that document. Yes, yes, absolutely. I always tell everybody, turn on the flash. I don't care how much light it looks like there is in the cab. I always turn on the flash when I'm taking a picture with my tablet. So turn on the flash and make sure you've got a good distance on it and try and hold it as flat and as steady as possible. Actually, when when you have a good angle on the document, the tablet will actually take the picture for you. You don't even have to tap the photo button. It will take it for you once it's right. So kind of let the tablet make the decision for you. It it generally leads to a better photo. So after the the driver has um, finished his trip or her trip and come back into the office, we still want you to turn those bill of legs in. Absolutely. So that would be the final part that the driver owns in this process is just to make sure to get those documents turned in. Absolutely. Oh, I will add one thing. Uh, Drivers, if you are, um, before you end your trip, hit the scan button inside of Workflow. That's the better tool, in my opinion, because it has the multi-page bill of lading option. So you can take, if you hit down at the bottom of your tablet, there's a multi-button. There's a multi-word written down there. Tap on multi, tap the flash, and then you will be able to take picture after picture. So you just hold the tablet right, it will take the photo for you. You flip to the next page, hold it up again, it'll take again, you flip to the next page, and it's totally automatic, and it's great. And then once you're done, you just hit send. So I really recommend hitting 
taking the scans immediately before you finish the load. And I think um, that's just some information that we need to get out there. The more people that are knowledgeable about we're changing the process from where we were a few years ago prior to the app, prior to the Platform Science tablet. Now we are using that tablet, like you said, is it the last say that again, where they would scan those? Before they end before their they trip, end the trip yeah. inside of workflow, it says scan in the upper right corner, right below your um, hours of service, right before your duty status. So right at that below point, that. those documents will go straight to that order because yep. you're on the order. There is no confusion. Nope. So if you're walking your bill of layings back into the office and we're scanning them in from dispatch, then we have to go through this whole process that Joel was talking about. So we're hoping this tablet and this this iPhone app is going to change the way those bill of ladings get to the right spot. And one note that I have on that, um, we were noticing sometimes drivers try to scan their document from their last order while they have their current order up. Ooh, okay. Yes. So in that case, if you have already completed your last order and you want to upload the document, then you're going to need to go back into the app, the scanner, the app. scanner app right. to upload that document. If you try to upload it on your most current order, it's not going to go to the right order. And um, we are catching a lot of those because they're doing it before they add a bill of lading number, which is a required attribute for it to even go live. So they're coming into us into a queue and we are changing those, but we are noticing that. So that would be awesome. If you've already closed out the order, do it from the scanner app instead of from the order. Got it. So to find that, hit the home button. Scanner is in that middle center of your home screen section. Just swipe over, hit scanner, open it up, and then you'll have to choose the correct order number and then scan the photos that you need. So we've brought up a little bit today about platform sign tablet. Um, we are 100%. Every fleet is fully equipped with the Platform Woo-hoo. Science tablet in every truck. Um, I tell so you what, we did we, it in a year. Right. right. We had a crew on the road during the pandemic and uh, lots of people here in the back office making sure that as those fleets went live, that we were asking the right questions to get the right information in on each account. So Jill was an instrumental part of our team here to make sure our questions were very planned accurately, and there was a lot of behind the scenes. So, uh, Jill, tell us a little bit about how the Platform Science Tablet has changed our world, really. Oh, wow. There are too many ways to tell you it's changed, how it's changed our world. But for sure, it has changed a lot of things about back office, also, of course, about dis- for dispatch. But um, the ways that it's affecting customer service and also payroll we are now asking some questions at a lot of locations that will actually drive your pay. If you do not answer yes to a question, you may not get paid for the thing that it's asking you about. So it's um, really point and click, it, but it's been created and set up behind the scenes absolutely. to work the right way. But we do need the drivers to understand that they're instrumental in making sure that those they click those buttons. Right. Well, just because, you know, you see the question and sometimes you think, well, I don't know, I'll just tell my dispatcher or I'll write it on my trip sheet if we still have those. But in reality, if you'll just answer the question on the tablet, um, you'll, you'll get the pay will flow through and you'll get paid. And if it's supposed to bill, it will also bill. So we set those all of those things up behind the scenes to make it easier for, um, for the folks in the office as well, for the admin folks in the fleets as well. A big one is the reference number, the correct reference number, and that's different for almost every account. It is. It's And, and sometimes it is different depending on which plant we pick up from or who we're delivering it to. You are going to get a different question at a lot of locations 
depending on all of those, all of that information. And so what I will tell you is we spend a lot of time trying to determine what the correct reference number is supposed to be with the one the customer wants to see and the one the customer is going to look up documents uh, using. And we try to do our very best to ask you the right question when you get there. Um, but we know that that's things change. And we've had, we had this morning, just this morning, I had, a, uh, we got a new plant and we're taking some new recycle products somewhere. And those bill of ladings look completely different when we're taking recycle than they do when we're taking product. And so we just added that for one of our West Rock locations today so that the driver gets the correct question. Um, if you are getting the wrong question, if you are picking up at a location and you are not getting a question that matches the document that you're looking at, then please let your dispatcher know because we can we, we can fix that pretty easily. Sometimes your dispatcher might need to just change the bill to. A lot of them are run by bill twos and they might be able to change it for you right there on the spot and you can get the correct question once you hit the refresh button. Always remember to hit the refresh button anytime anybody makes a change for you. You will not see those changes on the tablet until you refresh it. But if you are if you are creating, for lack of a better term, a fake answer so that you can move forward and onto your next step on your tablet, um, it's probably driving something that's important to us. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And so, and sometimes you're just going to have to do that if it's looking for a ten-digit number and you are looking at a fourteen-digit number on your document and you're like, I, you know, move on. We want you to move on. We want you to move on. We want you to, if you type in 10 digits, then make sure your dispatcher knows, Hey, I'm getting 14 every time I, every time I go here and they can let me or Libby know, and we will change that. We can change it pretty quickly. I think just communication between the driver and their fleet manager or dispatcher, and we can make those changes Mm -hmm. because things do change quite often within their same customer. They do. This has been a wonderful time. Uh, I think this is going to help a lot of our folks on the road. So let's just recap. Give me your top number one thing. If I'm a driver and I'm running down the road, what is one thing that you want me to remember? We'll start with Barbara over here. One thing I want our drivers to remember is that we care. We want to make sure that your pay is correct every single week. Um, if, if you need to reach out to us, do that. We can always uh, help you out. Um, to make sure that that's done. We want to just make sure we're at the, because the bottom line is we're all here to be paid. So we want to make sure your pay is correct and we want to show our appreciation for you in making sure that your pay is correct every week. So um, reach out to your terminal if you want to reach out to us and we reach out to your terminal, but um, we're here and we want to make sure it's right. Nice. And what about you, Jackie? What do you think? Um, I think uh, the biggest thing to remember is to utilize that app. Um, it definitely eases your life once you get to used to it and once you, because some people move a lot. You need to update that address because you never know. We could be sending you a million dollars. It could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not, but mm-hmm. it could. <laughs> your address, um, your direct deposits, just, you know, it's so important to utilize that to be able to look at your pay. I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, it's just, it's everything. It's awesome. Yeah, I know it. I, we are really um, heads and tails above every other trucking company that I know of in our mobile, in our app. Mm-hmm. Our we get app so many is- compliments from drivers saying they've come from other places that were much larger, and the app is such a neat tool. Oh, man. I mean, I've seen people at uh, at technology conferences that are just 
amazed at what we offer our drivers. It is. I think it's a way to say hands down, we have the best IT staff that there ever was. We do. We do. I've worked in a lot of places and I have never seen an IT staff as capable as ours. Yeah. I agree with that. Very skilled folks back there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What about you, Jill? (laughs) Well, I would say my number one thing as a recap of all of mine would be um, turning in your PODs. So make sure your PODs get in, even if you don't scan them, even if you're not comfortable with that just yet, but make sure they get in, that the order number is on top of every one of your pages, um, even a page seven of it. And one thing I didn't say earlier is try not to make any extra marks around that bill of lading number. A lot of our drivers do like to circle it and make sure, you know, maybe when you're typing it into the tablet, you circle it to say, this is the number I chose. But if you make any extra marks around that bill of lading number, that optical character character recognition system won't read it. It will not, it won't be able to read the bill of lading number. And so a human will end up touching it. Not the end of the world, but it's another way drivers can help um, just leaving that free and clear. Well, and I think the tips that you're giving us as far as, you know, just we're not aware of the whole process, it helps to know, yeah. get the right information where it needs to go. Absolutely. And hey, drivers, if you have any questions for any of the ladies that you've heard talking, if you have any questions about your pay or with the tablet or anything, there is an ask button in the First Fleet mobile app under the podcast tab in the upper right-hand corner, tap ask, and you can call in or text that number and ask us a question. All right, everybody, drive safe. Drive safe.